Episode number three of my health journey, we're picking up where we left off. So last time we were talking about, uh, we had jumped back in time. We did a bit of time traveling back to the early days of when I exited my mother's womb, uh, talking a bit about my parents, uh, my grandparents' epigenetic uh, input as it plays out throughout our lives. Uh, but if we go back to episode one, we actually left off around 2015 when I had my first round of uh, labs followed up after a life insurance policy uh, flagged some elevated liver enzymes. And go listen to episode one if you haven't listened to that yet. So today we're picking back up in 2015. So those initial, the first follow-up labs were in April of 2015. So during this year was the, this would have been a little over a year in a practice for the farm. So at this point, we, we honestly, through the farm business, we took off like a rocket in the first six months. We kind of dipped down because we had some hard realizations the first time business owners. And from that point on, we just slowly started climbing and we've been doing that ever since. So uh, give myself a little pat on the back for that one. So during this time, I started to have not necessarily time freedom, but I felt a little more secure in the business. We were still working a ton of the business. One of the things that we do to market the farm, our chiropractic practice, is we work a lot of races. And I was already pretty heavily involved in trail running. But at this point, I said, hey, I'm going to really give this a go. So I got these labs in April of 2015. And in May, a month later, is the Xterra southeast championships which have been for years this this year actually 2022 was the first year that they canceled them i think xterra is going through some big uh, company changes but there's a southeast championship which there's a uh offered triathlon the saturday and then there's a trail run that sunday and we always work the triathlon and then somebody on the team usually runs the trail run and this year i said hey I'm going to run the 21K and I'm going to see because the 21K at that time was the championship distance race. And I'm going to see if I can qualify to go to Hawaii. And Hawaii is where the U.S. World Championships of Trail Running, this is deemed by Xterra. This isn't the agreed upon U.S. World Trail Running Championship because um, there really isn't one. Uh, they're held at uh, Kailua Ranch in Oahu. Well, backing up a little bit. So Sloan and I were married in uh, on October 10th of 2014. I better know that date, right? And we did not take a uh, honeymoon, A, honestly, because of money. We were brand new business owners and brand new uh, in debt up to our ask, uh, postgraduate students. And also we just didn't have time because we were on the practice. So over a year later, um, we said, hey, if I qualify for this race, uh, my sister, uh, out of the kindness of her heart, said, hey, she was living in Oahu at the time because her husband, my brother-in-law, is in the military. She said, we will fly you down to Hawaii for a pseudo honeymoon, right? And you can stay at our house and get away um, and go down to Waikiki. So I said, hey, we will do that. So I go out, I bust my hump, I qualify for the uh, championships, which, uh, you know, it's not like it was that hard, to be honest. But I qualify. During this time, we also, Sloan in particular, was getting heavily involved in CrossFit. And that was a big boon to our business. And she was far more competitive in CrossFit than I was coming from a gymnastics background. Um, 
probably should have done powerlifting in high school. We may talk about that at some point, but she could have bro easily broken some state records in Florida when she was in high school. Um, so very strong, athletic, unless you are having her play pickup basketball or pig and uh, uh, gymnasty, right? So a great CrossFit, just athlete. And she started getting very into it. So we were doing a lot of CrossFit. We had access to a couple different gyms, Iron Tribe's a local uh, boutique version of CrossFit. So that was a lot of where I did my training. Uh, I had the, this is also when CrossFit Endurance came about. Uh, Brian McKenzie, I kind of maybe had a bro crush on him. So I took this mindset and I still to this day, am not a high volume guy, even for endurance, ultra endurance athletes. But I had this mindset of lower volume, higher quality, higher intensity, uh, you know, work on your weaknesses and movement and strength. I still adhere to a lot of that, just not from the CrossFit my, uh, mindset. So I was doing a lot of high intensity workouts, high intensity running workouts, gearing up after I qualified at the Southeast Championships. I think it was May 21st, 2015, uh, which was to be held December 6th. 2015, if I'm correct, I have the race date up here, um, December 6, 2015. Uh, so I had quite a bit of time to train. I just said, Hey, I'm going to get after it. And during this time I started doing a bunch of track workouts. I was, uh, coaching for the Navy wounded warrior, uh, safe Harbor program. Uh, so I was, you know, getting some feedbacks from, from some other coaches like Kyle Putman, a local, uh, just, uh, I don't even know what I call Kyle, a track historian aficionado guru, a uh, great guy. Uh, but he got me the coaching gig there. So I was just heavily involved in running in a lot of different ways and just training my butt off and, uh, got fairly fast, especially for a sprint athlete going to mid distance. So it's a half marathon distance, 21 K for the world championships. While I'm training, as I alluded to in the first episode, um, I was still having intermittent uh, issues with hematuria. It just looked like I was peeing Hawaiian punch. Uh, I wasn't having. I was having some little, you know, uh, injuries and niggles and things like that. Nothing out of the norm. Um, so I go. We leave for Hawaii, and I still remember. Um, and remember that this is. I'm going to have to foreshadow a little bit here. But on my first round of follow-up labs, there was a depression in my white blood cells, my uh, hematocrit, and a slight increase in uh, corpuscular volume. So there's already signs of maybe some like, something's not right besides just liver enzymes. So I trained my butt off all year. I, we fly down for this race. Uh, we get there, I think, two or three days before. I find a local chiropractor, which had a kick-ass office in their home with a hyperbaric chamber. And I said, Hey, I want to get rid of any jet lag, uh, get in the hyperbaric chamber. I'm doing everything that I possibly can. And, uh, I go out to the race morning of, uh, Saturday or yeah, Saturday, December 6th, Kailu ranch. If you're not familiar with Kailu ranch, this is where they shot a lot of uh, Jurassic park, King Kong. It's a very cool setup, a uh, huge event. And uh, I'll, I'll show a picture here. I line up on the front with uh, just some badasses, right? David Roche was there and Kimber Maddox, and, uh, which I believe they both won female male. Uh, people from all over the world are at this race, and I'm on the front line, probably a little bit out of, my, uh, out of place. But 
I had lofty goals. I thought that I could easily go uh, sub 121 in this trail race, which in my estimation based on prior years would put me easily in the top 10, probably the top five. So here's how the race breaks down. I take off like a bat out of hell and I'm in the, I think I'm in fifth place for the first three miles. And then I start getting passed by a couple of people that are just, you know, um, probably much better runners than me. Um, I get to mile five and I'm, I'm not hitting a wall yet, but I'm just kind of falling into my pace. And I'm, I'm, I think maybe ninth or 10th in this time via social media. I had come across a guy named Sergio Florian, who is a physical therapist in Oahu. And he was also running this race. I think he actually ended up finishing 10th this year, which I think Sergio at that time, well, he is, I think three years older than me. So he was in his, I don't know, mid thirties, maybe he's a little bit older than me or older than that. Anyways, um, I kind of see him pass me. And I'm, at that point, I knew just based on what I had seen on Strava and social media, I was like, I'm not doing so hot. So if anybody's ever run this race around the halfway mark, you start climbing some switchbacks, some dirt road switchbacks to the top of the mountain. And when you hit the top of the mountain, it's always this, uh, I mean, we're talking almost rainforest. It's usually this giant muddy downhill descent for the rest of the race. Um, as I'm climbing, it's getting really hot. I guess I'm not prepared for the humidity is what I'm thinking at this point. And I am just tanking. I literally have to stop and walk, which is pretty embarrassing when you're in the top 10 halfway through a race, a world championship race, and then you start walking. And I'm noticing that like, I'm starting to have like double vision. I'm like swaying back and forth. People are coming up next to me and kind of like, you okay? So I, I still remember this vividly. I get to the top of a mountain, it, it's a mountain at Kailu Ranch. And there's a kind of a tunnel that you can see through the trees because you're about ready to go back down into the forest and you can kind of see over this big overlook. And I still remember this, there was a, uh, aid station table with a bunch of, uh, uh, oh, uh, power bar energy gels. I still remember power bar. And I grab twos. I'm just like, I literally get to the top and I have to stop for a second. And I'm like swaying and I go to grab those. And a guy that was in it, he had to be in his fi late fifties, early sixties, slaps them out of my hand. And he goes, those won't even kick in by the time you're done with the race. Let's go. And like grabs my arm. <laughs> Thank God. Um, cause I think I would have just sat there and I remember there was like a helicopter coming up from the hill and like drones and cameras. And here I am just like, absolutely probably, you know, pale as a ghost dying. So I start the downhill descent and it is muddy as I'll get out. I mean, literally just everybody's falling down. And I remember at one point I fell and slipped and my right leg went back behind me and my hamstring cramped so hard. I just had to roll like off the side of the hill, just covered in mud. And I just kind of sat there for a second. I was like, all right you got to get to the end of this race. So all that to be said, the last two miles of the race, I felt as good as I did the first, uh, you know, four, which is not uncommon for a race. Um, looking at my stats on ultra sign up, I finished, uh, in 60th overall. I don't know how many people were in this race, put me in the top 65% or whatever in 202. So I didn't finish in my one sub 121 goal by a long shot. And I still remember my wife, uh, and my family was there, my sister, my brother-in-law, my nephews, and they were, you know, 120 passes, 130 passes, 140. My wife's like, dear God, he fell off the side of the mountain or broke his leg. And she's starting to ask people. And here I come rolling in, you know, just looking like I've been beaten with a, uh, a rubber hose. And uh, yeah, uh, and then to top it all off, somebody stole my socks as I was at the hose down station.
who does that? Anyways, the plan was from Kailua to have my sister uh, drop us off in Waikiki and we were gonna do a, a two-day Waikiki uh, mini honeymoon uh, being broke business, new entrepreneurs, business owners. We get down there, I wake up the next morning, I have like a 103 degree fever, I have a raging headache, um, I'm just sicker than a dog. And I, I just look at Sloan and I'm like, I'll try my best because we're on our honeymoon, but like I am miserable. And I'm not saying, everybody knows this is an endurance sports. Like I was training and you traveled and then I raced hard. Like you get immune depression with that. But here's what I would say is that this became somewhat of a theme that anytime I would do like a hard effort or travel in particular, I was finding out I was getting sick um and that's just not fun for anybody so obviously uh so then in uh march of the following year so this is december i kind of say after that race i mean i trained my ass off and uh you know i thought i was gonna be the top 10 i was like oh man it's gonna put me in like you know spotlight or trail running like i just had <laughs> which is not the case whatsoever by any means um so it's like i'm gonna take a big break well um, I'm going to back up again. So 4th of July of that year while I was training, I was doing all this CrossFit, CrossFit endurance type uh, working out and training. And I remember a day or two before we were leaving to go to my mom's house in Illinois, we did a, a fairly hard workout with, uh, you know, some sort of pull up uh, cycling in it. And I woke up the morning that we were supposed to drive to Illinois. And sometimes I'll sleep in my stomach and I'll have an arm like this or something. I could not extend my arm and my biceps were gigantic. Well, you can probably, if you're familiar with what uh, CrossFit is notorious with, I had localized rhabdomyolysis. Um, so now we're seeing, I've had elevated liver enzymes. I'm, uh, whether I, it was actually too much work or something in my body is not able to handle the workload, AKA kidneys, like it should, um, I show up to my mom's house who already thinks I work out too much and is unhealthy, which is pretty ironic. Um, and I have Popeye arms and I mean, you, you know, I got bingo wings going and she just thinks I, this is the dumbest thing ever that I'm doing this to myself through working out. And I'm like, it wasn't that hard of a workout. This is what doesn't make sense to me that I don't, I don't understand where this happened. And, you know, I try to say, well, Hey, I'm going to go do another workout uh, when we get there in the morning and stretch it out. And it doesn't help. And I mean, it's just very painful. Um, and I had some labs done after that with some elevated creatinine too. Uh, but on the, the labs to follow up with that, I still had actually vitamin D that was lower than before. So prior to that, I've been 28. Now it's down to 26 and I'm supplementing with vitamin D at this point. Uh, my cholesterol, total cholesterol, 245, and my liver enzymes, in particular, GGT, is 119, which is pretty high. Um, so there's something going on, right? Uh, very fit. Like, I'm running at this point, like, a 158, uh, 800. I'm participating in the U.S. Championship uh, trail running half marathon, uh, working out, eating clean, doing all the things, and it's like, you know, I'm getting sick more than I'd like to my body. Yeah. Even though it's hard workouts seems to not be able to handle it and recover like I should. And I'm just getting these like subtle clues of, you know, something's not right, but we just can't put our finger on it. And, uh, 
you know, I continued if I'm looking at ultra sign up and I kind of back up uh, timeline wise. So if that race was in December 2015, I mean, I just kept racing and, you know, I, I won uh, here. I won a race a couple weeks before we look at, uh, you know, going into early part of 2016. I'm winning races, placing third, 27 miler. I get third, like not to toot my own horn, but I'm still doing really well. But in every one of these races or hard efforts, I'm still having, you know, some hematuria. Um, at this point, I think in 2017 is the first time that I dealt with a kidney stone. Um, and I'll, I'll tell that story, uh, plus continue the rest of the story. Maybe uh, give some more insights on, uh, you know, just, uh, I've heard it called the gaslighting of health that, uh, some of the things that we think are healthy or that we should be able to get away with. Um, and I'm going to in particular talk about uh, part of the story of what's going on with our daughter right now um, with some of her lab work and how it's being handled or mishandled, uh, however you want to look at it. And uh, yeah, we'll pick up where we left off next time.